0: What is freedom? How do you think about it? What are the images and the associations that spring to mind? Uh, I find myself thinking about like a a wide open road, and I'm in the driver's seat, uh, the top's down, the wind's in my hair, I'm all alone, and I can go anywhere I want to. I'm free. Uh, That's not really freedom, though, in the biblical sense. And leaving aside the Bible, it doesn't really work, does it? If if freedom is me just doing what I want to do and no one can tell me what to do, um, I end up just becoming quite isolated. That kind of freedom can leave you feeling pretty lonely, actually. The Bible has a different vision for freedom. And in Exodus, it is laid out for us on a massive canvas. Exodus, rather, is the story of liberation. It's the story of the Israelites going from slavery in Egypt to freedom in a land of milk and honey. And here in Exodus chapter 5, verse 1, there is the famous cry for liberation. Moses and his brother Aaron confront Pharaoh. Moses, putting words in Aaron's mouth, says this, chapter 5, verse 1, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, let my people go. This is what Exodus is all about. It is all about freedom. But it's interesting that in the chapter before, this cry for freedom is put slightly differently. Exodus chapter 4, verse 22, this is what the Lord says, Israel is my firstborn son, and I told you, let my son go, that he may worship me. So the Lord the maker of heaven and earth he he's not ashamed to be called the father of the Israelites he says they are my son and all his fatherly concern is aroused for his children So all of a sudden we've got a a slightly different picture of freedom, don't we, to the one that we often think of. Freedom is not me by myself in the driver's seat going wherever I want. Freedom is me together with all God's children gathered in family. That is a more biblical picture of freedom. And did you notice how the Lord says, let my son go so that he may worship me? More literally, he says, let them go that they may serve me. Once again, freedom is not the throwing off of all constraints. Freedom is being liberated from one kind of relationship, liberated into a household where we now serve our father. As Bob Dylan once sang, you got to serve somebody. Maybe it's the devil or maybe it's the Lord, but you've got to serve somebody. That is the Bible's view. Actually, There is just no such thing as a complete individual doing their own thing. No man is an island. Everyone belongs to one of either two households. You're either in the household of the father, serving him, or you're in the, in the slaves' quarters, serving the devil. In Exodus, the devil is pictured for us in the person of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, like the devil, is only interested in works. He only focuses on what you can produce, on what you can perform. Being under His rule is slavery. We'll see more about this tomorrow. But the Lord does not want slaves, not in that sense. He wants sons, children, who will serve Him in the freedom of love. You see, whatever service the Lord inspires, it's the service of children, not the toil of slaves. And so the Lord is the original freedom fighter. And His cry is, let my people go. That's why the Lord is known as our Redeemer. A redeemer is literally one who pays the ransom price in order to release slaves. When the Lord says, let my people go, there is a price tag. And for our ultimate redemption, there was an ultimate price that was paid. Jesus said of himself in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is how committed God is to our freedom. He would serve, rather than having, having us serve and he would suffer rather than having us suffer he would die rather than having us die he would be judged rather than having us be judged he would put himself in our place giving his very life in order to buy our redemption Jesus proves just how very committed God is to our liberation the God who said let my people go would pay in death and blood for it to happen today You will be tempted to think that freedom lies in being an individual, being your own man or being your own woman. Don't believe it. Freedom comes in community. It comes in the family of your heavenly Father and in those ties of loving service. Today, you will be tempted by the world, the flesh, and the devil, and they will tell you that they are offering you freedom. Again, don't believe it. All they they will deliver is slavery. You know, it's not the Lord who is the killjoy, it's Satan. So may the Spirit open our eyes afresh to the Father who loves us and draws us into the freedom of family life. And may we look again to the Son who is not trying to limit you. He has a yoke, according to Matthew chapter 11, but His is the only yoke that is easy. His is the only burden that is light. He took the heavy yoke at the cross and now rises to give us Himself. Here is no no enslaving Lord. Here is a Lord who serves us to make us free.